Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris and we are here tonight for a little hot seat head-to-head action. And I have gathered two of my favorite people to play because one of them is a pit bull. The other one of them just wants to make you laugh. And they're both wicked, wicked smart. Let's start off. You know, they're like they live like five minutes from each other. So we're just gonna start off in the Midwest. Brittany Shaw, my friend. Brittany, how you doing? What are you drinking? Um, I'm doing great, Chris. I'm trying to figure out which one I was in the intro there. Um, yes. But uh, I'm having a great day as far as what I'm drinking. I am drinking a blueberry pomegranate hard seltzer that I got out of my fridge. Woohoo! I'll take that. So we'll see how it pops, if it pops. There you go. The only ASMR trivia podcast. We'll take it. Next up. About eh, 10 minutes from her. Jay Borsum, my friend. Jay, how you doing? What are you drinking? Uh, Chris, I just got out of a multi-hour uh, experience with my family for Easter. So uh, the answer to the second question is the answer to the first question. Siesta Key spiced rum. No chaser. <laughs> she ain't kidding, folks. She drinks that straight. This bottle oh. was full before I started recording uh, with you at Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, I swear. I think I've got to send you a bottle at some point. I'm just got to I mail you. A I case. mean, I have more bottles. Don't don't worry. Yeah. The rum is not gone. The rum is never gone. Eighty <laughs> percent of my income is rum based income. Rum based income. I will say I've got my beer here, and I, I took this personally because Brittany, I was inspired by your approach to the March Madness tournament. How did you make your decisions? Uh, by the cutest mascot of the teams. And Mostly. It did, did not necessarily serve you well, but you had fun, right? Hey, you know what? It served me well in the second chance tournament because I picked UConn to win. Yes. So. <laughs> Plus, I was the only person who picked Fairly Dickinson to win over Purdue. <laughs> that was a Fairly Dickinson move of you. In I know, practice. right? <laughs> I'll give a shout out to my lovely wife, Leah. Leah uh, won the PTEBB March Madness tournament and successfully picked UConn from the beginning, strictly off the mascot. But, Brittany, because of you, I went ahead and grabbed the cutest can of beer I could in my fridge. This can is from Pontoon Brewing up in Georgia. It is called the Fluffiest Otter. Look at that can. Oh, it's so cute. That is the fluffiest otter. Such a fluffy otter. I want to get my roommate in here right now so she can see the fluffiest otter. I'm going to derail your whole podcast for a visual bit here, Chris. (laughs) If only screenshots existed. He's got to put it back up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Clicky, clicky, draggy, copy, figure out what the hell her name is on Discord and send it. Uh, So this right here, it is a, they call it a sweet stout, an imperial sweet start with cacao, marshmallow, graham cracker, and lactose. Let's, uh, Let's get my can pop now. It's a nice camp up. Oh. I, I give it a Midwest seven. That was my nickname in high school. <laughs> All right. Oh, that is delicious, actually. I was going to say, I've had s'more stouts before, and that's kind of what it sounds like, and I'm oh. here for it. I'm I'm absolutely here for it, too. In fact, why am, why am I here when you're for it? Bring it to me. Where Where's my beer, Chris? <laughs> 
Uh, Jay, you can grab that in Georgia if you want. I got it right here in uh, right here in Palm Harbor, Florida. Oh yeah, because that's super convenient. You have to. Oh, yeah. You understand? I literally well, have rum runners. Key rum up there. How is it my fault? You can't get. Uh, I can't get Siesta Key rum here, Chris. That's why I have rum runners. People <laughs> around the country that will pick it up in their local markets where you can get it, and they'll travel through Chicago, meet me, and drop it off. It's basically a crime. Can confirm. I've been a rum runner for Jay. Uh, next time I come to Chicago, my little brother and his boyfriend live there. Next time I'm in Chicago, I'm going to bring you six. See, and that's what that's everybody says. And that's how the network is built. And that's how you become Jay's friend. Yes. You, you buy her up. alcohol and she likes uh, you. You consensually show up with rum. <laughs> there are also feet pics, but that's for a different podcast. <laughs> is it? <laughs> this is going off the rails early. <laughs> Why did you book us if you wanted on rails? <laughs> We're going to start with our pregame. Brittany, uh, before we even give you the topics, I'm going to make you choose odds or evens. I think what you're asking is, do I want six or nine? And I'm going to go with odds. All right, Brittany, you're going odds. Jay, you get evens. This is going to work a little bit differently. I am going to read you your category question, and then I'm going to give you your five uh, yes or no answer questions. So go ahead and write these down. And I'm going to tell you off the bat, there are five yes answers and five no answers. But I'm not going to tell you how many each one of you have in your five. So your category is geography. And you have to tell me, do the countries that I give you have a greater or a bigger population than that of the city of Istanbul. Not Constantinople? No, Istanbul. <laughs> no, are you going to tell us what the population of Istanbul is? Oh, that's nobody's business but the Turks. <laughs> that is an option for me if you both will agree to wanting that information, but you both have to agree to it. What say you, Brittany? I don't know if that advantages you or disadvantages you, because... I think you might already have a suspicion of how many people are in Istanbul. A little bit. There's a few people there. A little bit. <laughs> I get a vague idea. <laughs> so I think this depends on your level of kindness. So if you want to take another few swigs of siesta key and then decide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proffer and offer. And we'll see if I'm acquiescing to it. Um, Proffer and offer. I will... If, if you will let Chris tell us the population of Istanbul, I will restrain myself from making one horrible joke tomorrow at live game. Oh, crap. That's a really good deal. You have no idea, Chris. Her <laughs> pun answers are a nightmare. Um, they're, they're a beautiful nightmare. They're very, they're Rob Zombie. They're in that ballpark. They're so grotesque that they're just somehow the thing you need in your life. You know what? I that is too good an offer uh, to to leave off the table. Yes, I get one. You don't get to say the thing that's in your head card for tomorrow night's live trivia game, Brittany. Okay, I will agree. Let's hear the population. The estimated population of Istanbul using twenty twenty two estimates was fifteen point four six million people, is, not cows. That is actually right around the ballpark of where I thought it was. So. Advantage Shaw. Brittany, 
you're going to get the odd numbers first. So uh, I'll read these in order. So the first country is going to be Portugal. That's number one. Number two for you, Jay, is Syria. Brittany, back to you is Sweden. Jay, number four is the Netherlands. Number five for you, Brittany, is Hungary. Jay, number six is Poland. Brittany, number seven is Austria. Jay, number eight is Romania. Brittany, number nine is England. And Jay, number 10 is Belarus. Go ahead and lock in when you're ready. Point of clarification on number nine. Uh, you mean England itself or the United Kingdom? Like England the itself. Okay. The land of the Angs, Brittany. Well, I just want point of clarification. Wanted that. So I am locked in. I, I think I am too, actually. Yeah. All right. We're going to go through this one by one. You've locked in your answers. Dis. Yeah. Dis. Does the country I mentioned have a bigger population than Istanbul? Yes or no? Istanbul with an approximate population of 15.6 million people. Brittany, we're starting you off with Portugal. I think yes. Unfortunately, Portugal only has a population of about 10 million people. Well, then Portugal needs to get, get on each other more. It will have 10 million and three when I'm there this summer. Jay, over to you. You Is have Syria. <laughs> Um, I went with no on this one because I think, unfortunately, the unrest in the area has has taken a serious toll on the population, both through uh, death and and refugees. Uh, that it has. Unfortunately, the answer is actually yes. Still, there's about approximately 21 million people living in Syria. Okay. All right. So we are zero for two so far, Brittany. We're going to see if you can kick the snide with Sweden. Uh, well, it has a beautiful port city that shares its name with a psychological condition. And none of that is relevant, except I just wanted to prove that I know things occasionally and learn. Uh, but I am going to say yes, that the population of Sweden is above that of Istanbul. Oh, no, it's less. Uh, Sweden's got an appropriate po- approximate population of 10.4 million people. Again, hey, Brittany, we we're really bad more. at this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Jay, we are over to you. Let's see if we can get uh, some points on the board here. You get the Netherlands. See, I, you had us write our answers in advance, Chris. Yes, on purpose. Is that because you now suddenly don't want me to give you the opposite of every answer I wrote because I can read the tea <laughs> leaves here? Uh, the answer I wrote was yes. And we have our first points. The Netherlands oh, is thank you, Gillicuddy. All right. Very close. A 17.4 million approximation for the Netherlands. So Jay is on the board. Brittany, you get Hungary. I no, had dinner with us earlier. Yeah, I did. Um <laughs> I was also at Jay's family's house for several hours having Easter. Um, I made the ham. It was delightful. It, the ham was very good. I brought the pie. So um, I said no for Hungary. And that was a good guess. Hungary only has a population only of 9.7 million people. Jay, we're over to you and you have Poland. Yeah, Poland was one of the ones I felt a little strongly uh confidently on i think that's a yes it 100 is a yes poland 30 approximately 37 million people more than double Brittany, you get austria 
much like its neighbor Hungary back when it was the Austro-Hungarian Empire. I believe combined they probably did, but when they split up, it was just a no. So I put no for both of them. So I also said no for Austria or Hungary. What up? Austria? Austria. Austria, that is a correct answer. The answer is no. They have 8.9 million people. Jay, we're over to you. You have Romania. I do have Romania. I have Romania as falling under Istanbul. Oh, no. It's actually over. Romania has an estimated population of 19 million people. That's yeah, fair. Not bad at all, though. All right. Well, 19 have... million in three this summer, right, Chris? No, no, I'm not going to <laughs> Romania. I'm only going to, I'm only going to Portugal. Nobody in the history of ever has said, I'm only going to Portugal. I'll, I'm going with a three-year-old. You're lucky I'm going at all. I'm lucky you're <laughs> going to Portugal. <laughs> Less of me in the U.S. is probably a good thing for you, Jay. That's my assumption. It's an audio medium, and it's pre-recorded. It doesn't matter where you are. We're stuck with you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight? All right. Brittany, you get England. I think the population of London is not that far under the population of Istanbul itself. So once you add the whole of England, I went ahead and said yes. Not even close. Uh, almost 56 million people living in England. Yeah. So, yes, more than Istanbul. <laughs> All right. Jay, you, the last one, number 10, is Belarus. And if I had been paying attention at all, I'd know whether or not I'm right just by process of elimination. Fortunately, I haven't. Uh, I said no. Uh, no is a correct answer. 9.4. So after a shaky start, you all finished with a 3-3 three to three tie going into hot seat round one. Thus rendering the entire exercise pointless. Gotcha. Yes, yes. No, pointless is an entirely different game. <laughs> you chose this, Chris. I know. Is this just punish Chris night? Is that what this is? Technically. Hey, trivia lovers. Want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way? Check out Liquid Courage Entertainment. With a wide range of offerings online, LK has you covered. Streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. We are going to start in the hot seat. Uh, now, Brittany, you went first there. So, Jay, I'm going to let you choose. Do you want to go first or second in hot uh, seat? I'll go second. Why not? So, Brittany, Jay opted to go second. We are going to start with did. you. Your time will begin after I read your first question. 15 minutes on the clock. Are you ready? I am as ready as I probably will be ever tonight. That's good to know. I'm good. So. Let's do this, baby. Here we go. Brittany, which legendary comic book writer and graphic novelist gave us the Watchmen and V for Vendetta? Oh, what's his face? Um, I think it's Morse. Oh, no. Alan Moore. Alan Moore uh. is what we're looking for. 
Jay, over to you. In the novel The Red Badge of Courage, Henry Fleming, the main character, is a soldier in what war? I think this one goes back to the Crimean War. I'm going to go with that. Unfortunately, U.S. Civil War. Oh, okay. All right. Brittany, what state's standard license plate features the motto, the first state? Delaware. Delaware is a correct answer. Jay. Sorry. Name five of the seven nations that make up the group of seven, also known as the G7. Uh, G7 would be United States, uh, France, United Kingdom. Uh, let's throw in Germany. And the fifth, I will say Russia. Oh, unfortunately, a four out of the five. U.S., France, Germany, and the U.K. are all on there. You missed Canada, Italy, and Japan. Uh, Canada, I was back and forth on. All right. All right. Brittany, which Middle Eastern country was the primary filming location that simulated Mars for the 2015 movie The Martian? Oh, I heard this recently. Um... Middle Eastern country was the most. Um, I don't know. Syria. No, not a bad guess. Unfortunately, it's Jordan. Oh. Oh. Right. Dang it. Yeah. Jay, we're over to you. In 2010, what nation began a convict tourism program to attract foreigners descended from long ago prisoners? I, I, that has to be Australia. 100% is Australia. Good gun. Good pull. Home of Bluey, sir. The greatest da, 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 show on television. Da, 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 da. Uh, Ted Lasso is the greatest show on television. We're moving back to Brittany. Brittany, Keith Ellison, the first Muslim elected to the U.S. Congress, was sworn in on a Quran once owned by which founding father? Oh, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson's a correct answer. Nice pull there. He had copies of the Quran, the Torah, and the Bible, I think, because he thought that was, was the best trilogy. way to ensure that <laughs> he thought it was the best way to ensure that equality religion remained. Okay, oh, well, over to you. Context. Prize for its agreeable temperament, the Puggle is a cross between the Pug and what other breed of dog? It's an adorable little Beagle. A Beagle is a correct answer. Brittany, what scale for measuring wind speed shares its name with a South Carolina city? Beaufort. Beaufort is correct. Jay, in the 1958 film Vertigo, Jimmy Stewart's character has an irrational fear of what? I don't know if you want me to phrase it as heights or falling, but it's, 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 it's that. It's acrophobia. Acrophobia, heights is a correct answer. Brittany. What famous Da Vinci painting was stolen from the Louvre by an Italian in 1911 and kept hidden for two years? Probably the Mona Lisa. It's small enough to steal. Mona Lisa is a correct answer. Jay. What U.S. president graced Time Magazine's cover as Person of the Year three separate times? Three separate times. Uh, boy, do I just want to assume it's FDR statistically. So I'm going to say FDR. Uh, that's a good assumption. FDR is a correct answer. 
Yeah, I mean, that's still like a 25% year get rate for that award. <laughs> Good pull. Y'all are impressive so far. Brittany, we're over to you. Which band smashed the Billboard record for most weeks at the top of the charts with their 80s inspired, inspired anthem, Shut Up and Dance? Uh, Walk the Moon. Walk the Moon is correct. Shut up and dance. It's a great song. Moving right along, Jay. Mm-hmm. Concerned with the protection of endangered elephants, eBay expressly forbids the sale of objects made of what? Uh, ivory. Uh, ivory is a correct answer. Ebony still for sale. Moving right <laughs> along. Brittany. Someone left the cake out in the rain is a lyric from what often ridiculed pop song once performed by Richard Harris. It's clearly the thing he's known for the most. Um, someone left a cake out in the rain. Richard Harris was the first uh, and better Dumbledore. Um, so I'm going to say I'm a wizard and it's awesome. Our first laugh points of the evening. Uh, not a correct answer. The, the actual name of the pop song is called MacArthur Park, but you get the first laugh point of the evening. So Brittany is one up on laugh points. Jay. Weird Al did it better anyway. Jay, after his department from, the CB, from CBS in 2011, Charlie Sheen embarked on a nationwide downward spiral he called the tour called My Violent Torpedo of what? That was a lot of words, and I'm not sure any of those words make sense with the rest of the words, but I think that's Charlie Sheen's problem and not yours, per se. Uh, I did add the nationwide downward spiral part, but the rest is all Sheen. Yeah, what was uh, what was the title of the thing again? My Violent Torpedo of blank. Fill in the blank. No, I need the full title. I can't give that to you. Damn, I thought I could double psychology you. Uh <laughs> My violent torpedo of being upstaged by an 11-year-old for six seasons on TV. (laughs) (laughs) And Jay's in there with the laugh points as well. Angus T. Jones is happy with that. That is not a correct answer. It was called the violent torpedo of truth. The game is a not where I expected that to go at all. Uh, Me either. And it actually came to Tampa and sold very poorly. So... Thank, thankful that we did that. Charlie right. Sheen plus Tampa, there is no surprise. I, I'm couldn't with the amount of strip clubs we have. I'm surprised they made it to the <laughs> arena. <laughs> Brittany, we are back to you. What now famous TV chef started cooking at the age of eight in his parents' pub, the Cricketers in Claverling, Essex? Well, thankfully, there's only one British chef in the world that's on TV. Except there's so many. Uh, But I am going to hazard a guess that this is Gordon Ramsay. Unfortunately not. Jamie Oliver is what we're looking for. Oh, was he close when he was working in his parents' kitchen? That I don't know. I think think Gordon Ramsay got his start uh, cooking in France, actually. Oh. Hey, we learn something new every day. Jay, we're back over to you. Which of these words is derived from the popular name of a notorious London mental institution? Asylum, Bedlam, or Exorcist? That is Bedlam. Bedlam is correct. Brittany, 
who is the deputy director of the Pawnee Department of Parks and Recreation in the show of the same name? Leslie Nope. Leslie Nope is correct. Jay, in the popular comic strip, what is the name of Garfield's canine companion? That is Odie. Odie is a correct answer. We're in a little bit of a groove here. Brittany, which physicist loves sailing and did it for 50 years but was terrible at it? He often ran aground, lost direction, and had many near-miss collisions. A physicist? Mm-hmm. Who's bad at boating? Mm-hmm. And that's not all physicists? Okay. <laughs> um, this one was bad at it for 50 years. Apparently never got better. You know what? I'm going to say when he ran aground, he never knew where he was, but he always knew how fast he was going. And I'm going to say it was Heisenberg. Oh, no. Unfortunately, we're looking for a a more well-known physicist. Albert Einstein is what we're looking for. Who gave that man a boat? (laughs) Who didn't? They tried to give him Israel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jay, not count for laugh points, but that was damn funny. We're moving right along. Increasingly popular in the United States, Pinkberry and Red Mango are two retail chains that primarily sell what? Oh, that garbage bastardization of the concept of ice cream, frozen yogurt. Froyo is a correct answer. I have opinions. All right, Brittany, we're going to get you a sports question here. I, I got faith in you. Which WNBA franchise won the league's first four championships? That was bold of you to have faith in me, but I think I might actually know this. I think it's the Chicago Sky. Uh, no, it was the Houston Comets. Well, then I your faith was misplaced, and that's yeah. how you. Uh, the Houston Comets won the first four uh, WNBA championships in the nineties. Well, you know Which what? Is- I got it right at your game, but you <laughs> asked for it completely differently, and I didn't. No, have to I think- really, really did. I know it's the exact same question. Okay, I can't control what I know week to week. <laughs> a question I had for '90s theme trivia a couple weeks ago, Chris. Yeah, I know, and it showed up in trivia the week before that, and I got it both times. I just didn't get it here, okay? <laughs> I just hey, want Chicago your... to win something. 2016 World Series. I was there. It was great. Oh, you lucky bastard! I think I couldn't afford to go to a game. We're we're on your time though. We'll we'll tell the story later. We're moving right along. <laughs> uh, Jay, I believe we're back to you after mm-hmm. that 37 minute uh, parlay into current sports in Chicago. Jay in. In an unfortunately comedic incident, President Jimmy Carter was caught fending off which animal that swam toward his canoe in a Georgia lake. You said comedic, because I want to say it's like some weird alligator situation, but then that's not super comedic. Like if Carter was going to be eaten by a croc, um, you know, let's go with. The right answer, which is, how much time's left on the clock? Three and a half minutes. How much? How big's my lead? It's tied. Shit, alligator. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> not. Uh, what what day is it today? Easter. Oh, it's Easter. So it was obviously Jesus. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie Jesus, get it right. The answer we're looking for is a bunny rabbit. <laughs> All right, Brittany, we're back to you. In English, the letter B is often silent when it is directly followed by what other letter? Um, B. 
is silent when it's followed by what other? I mean, there's Jay's favorite word of B is in delium because it's spelled bedelium. Um, I don't think that's what we're going for. I'm going to say T because like debt doesn't I should not, make I should the B should noise. I doubted your trivia knowledge. D, uh, T is a correct answer. Cool. Jay, we're over to you. Which I of thought you were movies? going for M there, like dumb and jam. <laughs> but that's B following an M. Right. Is, Maybe I misheard the question because I thought you were looking <laughs> for the other way around. Like when B follows what? All right. We are moving. <laughs> this is all on your time, though. Jay, <laughs> which of these movies features a prime number in its title? 101 Dalmatians, 21 Dalmatians, or 8 Mile? 101 Dalmatians. I'm 101. sorry. I would hate to be the podcast guest that speaks over the question. I did it with permission, okay? <laughs> we are moving right but Also, along. I protest Jay getting a math question. Okay. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with it. Yeah. I, yeah, no, it's unfair that Jay got asked a math question she's only doing math math. Now because she's equated math. She is being quiet while I'm trying to talk. We're moving along. She talked over you, though. Yes, she did. All right, we are back to you. Brittany, excuse me. In baseball, a balk is a deceptive and illegal motion usually made by what player? Oh, um, they don't let chickens in baseball. So I'm going to say that the balk is done by the pitcher. The pitcher is a correct answer. Ironically enough, I did find out a catcher can actually do can actually balk as well. I did not know that. Jay, we're over to you. What team won the Super Bowl in 1993, 94, and 96? 93, 94, and 96. Uh, I think you're looking for the Dallas Cowboys there, but I didn't realize they won three that decade. They did. Dallas Cowboys is a correct answer. Brittany, 42 seconds left. The musical acts that compete on the NBC reality show The Sing-Off all have what defining characteristic? They're all way overhyped. They are, but what type of performance do they do? Acapella? Acapella is a correct answer. No, you got to stick with that other one. She was going for lap point. Don't give her point point. Oh, was she? Yeah. I... Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pausing here. Well, it doesn't matter. Only 12 seconds of Brittany. Honesty here, were you going for the laugh point? Yes. Okay, then you're not getting that point, and you're not getting the laugh point either because I didn't laugh. <gasps> Fine. No, give her the laugh point because I laughed. No, that's not how this works. Yeah. Look, I tried. I screwed you, and then I tried to make it better. I want that on record. Yeah, that's getting cut out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jay, your time will begin after I start the next point here. Here we go. Of the seven world's seven continents, four of them begin with what letter? Uh, that's the letter A. Letter A is correct. All right, Brittany. The popular video game Grand Theft Auto 4 is set in what fictional metropolis? Fictional metropolis of Grand Theft Auto fame? I don't know. Is Vice City like a fictional metropolis? I'm going to say Vice City. Vice City is a Grand Theft Auto game, but that is not what we're looking for. I believe Vice City was number three. Uh, number four was set in Liberty City. I think Vice City was a spinoff on three. Clearly, if you watched my Jeopardy episode, you know I don't know the Grand Theft. I know the Gran Turismo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Un, unrelated to the Grand Torino. Jay, you're going to get one makeup, one final question. Not even a makeup question, a regular question. Okay. The high school dance known as prom is actually short for what word? I don't think I ever realized this, but I would assume it's short for promenade. Promenade is a correct answer. It's the uh, weird English version of lemonade. It is. That brings us to the end of the hot seat round and your scores coming out of this round. Jay swings a two point lead. It is 12 to 14. How those laugh points doing there, Brittany? They're one to one. So one one in laugh points. And then I made you laugh, even though that doesn't count for anything. But, you know, cut scenes. Yeah. The real laughs are the friends we made along the way, though. (laughs) We'll see if this friendship lasts the rest of the episode. (laughs) It is a long, cold walk home, Brittany. I will tell I you. I am that. home already. <laughs> it doesn't make it any less cold. Chris, you chose us to be on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, I have no regrets. I love this. This is hilarious. I dealt with my stepmother for four hours. Oh my! Your God. stepmother so is lovely to you. <laughs> she was good to you too. <laughs> uh, Jay, you have got. A 14 to 12 lead heading into the halftime round. Halftime mm-hmm. round, you're going to give me four answers. Each correct answer is going to be worth, uh, we'll call it two points apiece. So the halftime round worth up to eight points. Okay. I will give you a bonus two points to make it an even 10 if you get all four correct. Right? So you can get 10 or you can get two, four, or six. Hey, never take failure off the table. You can also get zero. I believe in you. Because I read the question. Okay. All right. Here we go. Your halftime question. In 2009 and 2010, what four countries were estimated to have consumed the most rice per year? I'm locked. Yeah, I'm good to lock into. Okay. Well, let's go ahead. Let's go through this. Brittany, you are trailing by two. We're going to go ahead and start with your your four. What do you got? I said China, Japan, India, and then Mexico. China, Japan, India, and Mexico. Jay, what do you have? See, I I went China and India as well, but then I said the United States and Indonesia. Just played the population game, really. All right. Your correct answers. China and India are both up there. A very densely populated country that many don't think about is Bangladesh. Oh, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And then the fourth one that we're looking for, Jay's getting the points. It's Indonesia. Okay. All right. So, Jay, coming out of the halftime round, your lead has opened up a little bit. It is currently 16 to 20. Jay has got a four-point lead. Now, Brittany, we're going back here. Do you want to go first or second in the halftime part? I would like to go second, please. You are going to go second. Jay, you're going to kick us off. All right. Are we ready? I'm good to go, baby. All right. I'm also ready. I just realized I indicated visually and not audibly <laughs> or auditorially or audibly with your word mouth. <laughs> I used my voice this time. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> Are you sure you're ready, Chris? <laughs> I need to finish this drink. Hold on. 
I need to drink more. Every time I'm on this podcast, Chris has to drink more. <laughs> okay, don't chug a stout. Oh my god. Oh god, no. Yeah, I could have told you that. I did that last time I was on. Don't chug you the did. stouts. You did I don't I don't listen. I don't I don't <laughs> learn my lesson. Yeah, trivia podcast starts for learning, Brittany. <laughs> They're for showing how wrong you can be. Oh, speaking I, of, I got my PTE shirt that says our wrongness is part of our charm. Oh, nice. Uh, for those that have not seen that shirt, that's actually it's actually from Boozy Bracketology, which you've been on yes. as well. But uh, if you like that shirt, that shirt's actually really dope. I love it. But mm-hmm. you can find our merch at PTEBB.com. So head on over there. And if you want to chat with all of us on our Discord server, uh, PTEBB.com slash Discord is your best way to do that. And uh, Jay, you also have a Discord server. Uh, I do, yeah. It's uh, called LK Nation. It's for fans of the the content that I put out, uh, both on Twitch and uh, in live spaces. Though a lot more of the online content gets kind of focused in that Discord server. Do I have a link for you? No, because I never made a short code for my own Discord. Hey, don't look at me. Jeff Gore handles so, all of that. So oh, what actually, you want to do? I do have one. It's uh, it's Linktree. Uh, Linktr.ee/slash/liquidcourage. Uh, with a K should show the Discord. There you go. Oh, I was just going to say, what you want to do is go to your Twitch channel and then type bang Discord into <laughs> the chat, whether Jay's streaming actively or not. That's true. And I'm not cool enough to have my own Discord server. I just, you know, shitpost in everyone else's. Yeah, but it's one of my favorite things to happen. We are going to get started here. I believe, Brittany, that means we're going to start with Jay this round. Mm-hmm. Jay, your time will begin after I read your first question. Here we go. The Island of the Pelicans in San Francisco Bay, which was the home to the first lighthouse in California, is better known by what name? I'm, I feel some level of comfort that that is Alcatraz Island. Alcatraz is a correct answer. Moving right along. Brittany... Biwa, Inawashiro, and Kasumigora is the, are the name of lakes in what country? Just based on how they sound, I'm going to say Japan. Japan is a correct answer. Jay, which of the following is not a synonym for trinket, bauble, knickknack, or hoopla? Uh, that would be hoopla. Hoopla is a correct answer. Still trying to figure out what Starship was singing about with the hoopla and we built this city. But they were uh, yeah. knee deep in it. That's the important thing. It's only been like 30 years since that song came out. Probably uh, more now. Oh, my God. I'm so old. Not not going there right now. Brittany, we're back to you. Voiced by Danny DeVito in the cartoon, what environmentally conscious Dr. Seuss cl- uh, character claims to speak for the trees? The Lorax. The Lorax is a correct answer. Jay. Oh, my Lord. I'm going to mess this up. But, Jay, we're going to go right here. <laughs> Often used as... Often used in desserts, mascarpone is an Italian variety of what? Uh, it's an Italian variety of cheese. It is a type of cheese. Brittany, mm-hmm. Susan Boyle of I Dreamed a Dream fame won Britain got, Britain's Got Talent, the television show that made her a star. True or false? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I know she was on it, and I know she had the album. I'm trying to remember if she won, and I don't think she won so i'm gonna say false false is a correct answer jay in health insurance vernacular the abbreviation ppo usually denotes what type of an organization 
He said pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, I think that's a per payer organization, but I really want to just scrub the point, go for the half point, and just go with the answer. You said pee pee. So screw it. That's the answer. You said pee pee. You said pee pee. <laughs> it's not a correct answer, but you're getting the laugh point. And it's a good thing you did. It actually stands for preferred provider. Oh, okay. All right. We are going back to Brittany here. Failed successfully on that. That was a yes. You chose wisely. <laughs> Brittany, in the 1920s, Charles Streit invented the first home version of what automatic pop up appliance? A dildo. <laughs> It pops they, up, you say. <laughs> Automatically. <laughs> hey, that's how they used to treat hysteria in women. Is that how you know it's done? <laughs> <laughs> this show's off. Oh, Lord. All right. You're getting the laugh point because that is damn funny. No, it's a pop-up toaster. I don't know. Oh, Lord. A pop-up toaster is what we're looking for there, Jay. We are back. We're going to have to circle back on this at some point after the recording is over, Brittany. I have literally 10,000 questions. <laughs> Jay, which legendary actress and singer, absent from the late night talk show scene for 47 years, visited Jimmy Fallon in 2014? Uh, I feel like you're aiming for Joan Rivers, but could you repeat it again? Because I think there's something weird in, in that, that it can't be Joan Rivers. Which legendary actress and singer, absent from the late night talk show scene for 47 years, showed up in 2014 to see Jimmy Fallon? I don't think it's Joan Rivers in that regard. Um, ah, I'm having a mental block on this. Lucille Ball was dead. Gracie Allen was dead. Doris Day had to have been dead. You know what? Betty White's been or was around forever. Let's go, Betty White. Unfortunately, not Betty White. Never afraid to show up on late night TV. We're looking for Babs, Barbara Streisand. Da, 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 I, in my head, I was looking for somebody who had hosted on late night TV, and that's <laughs> my fault. You're good. You're good, Brittany. We are back to you. What is the title of the second book in the classic sci-fi hitchhiker series written by Douglas Adams? Don't look at my bookshelf, Brittany. I can't read the books on your bookshelf. You can. They're books. They're that's what <laughs> they're meant what to they're do. There for. I can't read. Okay. <laughs> um. Thank God. Ken, is is the second one the cafe at the end of the universe? Oh, you're so close, but I can't give it to you. It's called the restaurant at the end of the universe. Well, in I, I can't read. It's a cafe in my book. <laughs> Jay, we're going back to you, but nine minutes remaining here. Which of these countries generally gets colder in temperature the further south you go? Mexico, China, or Australia? Uh, once again, I'm going to go with Australia. Australia is a correct answer. Brittany, in swimming, does the abbreviation DPS stand for distance per second, distance per stroke, or distance per session? Um, well, I knew what DPS stood for in, you know, role-playing games. Um, but I'm going to say it's distance per stroke. No, I'm sorry. We were looking for dildos per second. 
<laughs> oh, this is gold. That's bobbing, not swimming. <laughs> Jay, we are over to you. I don't even know. Right? Figured, yeah, is she yes, right? You were right. Jay oh, okay. was way wrong. <laughs> but if that's wrong, I don't want to be right, sir. Distance per stroke is what we're looking for. <laughs> So Jay. applicable to dildos. <laughs> oh. If you're brave enough. <laughs> okay. Real in this Beckett, Jay. Home of the legendary Hatfield McCoy feud. In which U.S. state is the Tug Valley? Uh, I think that's in West Virginia, the third best Virginia. West Virginia is a correct answer. The third best. Never mind. Don't don't engage Jay. Don't engage. Don't engage. <laughs> Just to keep moving. I want to know what the second best one is. Virginia Wolf. Oh, okay. All right, Brittany, we're back over to you. Which event brought Stephen Colbert's Colbert Rapport persona and John Stewart together for a live taping of the Late Show? Which event? Mm Hmm. Uh, Stephen Colbert and John. I mean, I think it's just like my dreams. I'll give you the laugh point there. That was funny. Uh, I have no idea what event brought them together. I just thought they hung out. Like, that, that I didn't think they needed a reason. They, they literally, they both they, brought their shows to this event and were looking for the Democratic National Convention. Oh, I thought it was the, the tour they did, like the thing to save America. It, it was the name. I don't I think that was a, a that wasn't actually the shows, though. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm not contending. I just, yeah, that's where I my head was at. Well, Jay, we are over to you. Which London cathedral has a U.S. memorial chapel dedicated to the Brits' brothers in arms who lost their lives during World War II? Looking for the name of the chapel. Or the cathedral, sorry. Are you sure? Yes. Because... I just chucked this I, out. Leave me alone. Right. If I say Whitechapel, you're going to rip on me for it. <laughs> And there's my answer. <laughs> okay, it's getting the laugh points there. Tied it up in laugh points, three to three. Uh, no, it's actually St. Paul's Cathedral. Okay. All right, we are moving along. One I would have gone with. What is the nickname for the fixed gear bicycle made popular by bike messengers and urban hipsters? The penny farthing. That is 100% a hipster bicycle. I can't hold <laughs> you there. I'm trying, think, I'm trying to think of bike messengers driving a penny <laughs> to New York City. It's the only bicycle name I know. Like, it's the only way you can see above the congestion. <laughs> Unfortunately, not a back. correct answer, but a very funny answer. Uh, those are actually nicknamed the Fixies. They're called Fixies. In other words, for the obviously the fixed gear bicycle. Yeah, never really awesome, Brittany, but you know, you've never heard of them. Yeah. Jay, we're over to you. We'll see if this is one that you know the answer to. Which inventor who led the field in the science of electricity was born in a raging lightning storm in what is now Croatia? Nikola Tesla. Tesla is a correct answer. Brittany, in 2010, what billionaire philanthropist announced plans to give away 99% of his estimated $47 billion fortune? The only billionaire philanthropist I can think of that would be nice enough to actually do that is Warren Buffett. Uh, I have Jimmy Buffett. Oh. 
No, it's Warren Buffett. <laughs> I was like, I was like, was he a billionaire? Was he a billionaire? <laughs> I, like, I didn't think cheeseburgers in paradise did that well. <laughs> You know what? Interestingly enough, though, Margaritaville as a chain is of resorts is actually doing pretty okay. Yeah, I've been to one. I have seen him in concert. I'll say this. It's a fun show. We're moving right along, though. Jay, in 1971, astronaut Dave Scott left a small metal sculpture on the moon that depicts what? Is it a Coke bottle, an astronaut, or a globe? Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, I have never heard this story before. Let's say that it depicts an astronaut. An astronaut is a correct answer. Done. Brittany, Mm -hmm. the long-time running primetime soap opera Knott's Landing was a spinoff of what other long-time soap? Uh... Days of our lives. Unfortunately, not. I think. I think this is also a primetime one. It was Dallas. That was a soap opera. Yeah, oh, it was a primetime okay. soap, but yeah, strictly speaking, it counts. Gotcha. I just the only thing you know about Dallas is the Ewings and who shot Jr. I, I mean, as much as no soap has been sold on a soap opera for about fifty-five years, it's it's a term and of art. Very few arias in a soap opera. But the soap operas did give us Melissa Fimero, so we're okay with it. Oh, I like uh, Melissa Fimero. Everyone does. She is lovely. We are moving right along. Uh, Jay, I believe... You know, I've, I've got to grab the rum bottle because my new drinking <laughs> game is every time you're moving right along, I'm drinking. That That's 100%. You, you called me out on that, and for about five episodes, I was good at this. I'm living rent-free in your head, baby. You are. You are. Let's see if I can live rent-free in yours. Houston Oilers coach Jerry Glanville regularly left tickets at the box office for what deceased singer? Oh, Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley is a correct answer. Not living rent-free in your head. All right. Brittany, what iconic and often fearless first lady said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent? Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt is a correct answer. Jay. Stand a queen. Thanks, Princess Diaries. What is the three-letter abbreviation for a food product that has been altered at the genetic level? Uh, that would be known as a GMO. GMO is a correct answer. Brittany, which of these movie stars got her famous last name from her first husband? Was it Demi Moore, Julia Roberts, or Courtney Cox? Um, well, it's not Courtney Cox. Um, I guess Demi Moore. Demi Moore is a correct answer. Was it Dudley Moore? That I don't have. I don't have flavor okay. text when I'm on the hot seat. I actually don't dive, dive that deep into these. I'm sorry. Just, I'm not familiar with that. I knew she married Bruce, but didn't know beforehand. Uh, we'll look it up after this. Jay, Michael Jackson's father shares his name with a famous baseball player who had what nickname? Shoeless Joe Jackson. Shoeless Joe is correct. It's foot con. Of course I'm going to get it's it. It's like Jay with the foot con. <laughs> All right, Brittany. What is Mount Mid... Sorry, Midoriyama. Midoriyama. What is Mount Midoriyama? Is it a Japanese volcano, a rare sushi dish, or an American Ninja Warrior obstacle course? Can you say the name of it again? Midoriyama. I don't know that he can. Um, well, he said it the first two times. You know, I thought it was a volcano until you listed all the options, but I do think it's the name of the thing on American Ninja Warrior. So I'm going to go with American Ninja Warrior. 
It is. It is one of their obstacle courses. Nicely done. Jay, we're over to you. Mm-hmm. What former Mickey Mouse Clubhouse performer discovered a genie in a bottle in 1999? Extina Aguilera. Extina is correct. All right. Brittany, which of these old cities shares its name with a popular brand of Mexican food products? Santa Fe, Sedona, or El Paso? El Paso. El Paso is a correct answer. Jay, what controversial fashion designer once said a woman who doesn't wear perfume has no future? I'm going to go with Coco Chanel. Coco Chanel is a correct answer. Brittany. (laughs) Mm-hmm. In a standard five-card game of poker with no wild cards, what is the highest hand you can get? Um, a royal flush? Royal flush is a correct answer right at the buzzer, so no more questions. Nicely done to the two of you. You Bravo. all have an uncanny ability to mix comedy and good trivia in a short period of time. Again, if you can't be right, be funny. Yeah. And sometimes you're neither, and sometimes you're both. <laughs> sometimes you take the L specifically for the comedy answer, right, Brittany? Right? The number of times you have told me, oh, I was going to type that, but I, I wasn't sure. So instead I said, insert incredibly inane thing here. Mm-hmm. It has bitten me in the ass multiple times. So well, some uh, point of clarity here. Freddie Moore was Demi Moore's first husband. Oh, okay. Nemo actually also got her start on a soap opera, so we can think oh, Nemo as well. I I could name two Demi Moore husbands and not the first one. I knew Ashton Kutcher and then Bruce Willis. Yeah, Ashton and her got married. Did not know that. Okay. Yeah, I'm assuming they got married. I I don't a hundred percent know with certainty, but well, here's your scores going into your wage around. Brittany has got 26. Jay, you have 32. It is a six-point lead, and with the PTE wage rounds, that can shift dramatically because I am going to give you three wager round questions. You can wager your points in any fashion you want between these three questions. It is completely up to you. The only rules are, one, wager whole numbers. Don't make me do math. Two, you cannot wager more than the total amount of points you currently have. But Don't you make can me do math. Up in any way, any format that you like. Here are your three wager round categories. You're going to wager your put your wages in only on the category names. Your categories are going to be architecture, language, and true crime. I think I have my wagers in. All right. I think I have my wagers locked in. All right. Wagers are locked. We're going to go question by question through this, ladies. Are we ready? I am good I, to go. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Question number one, your category is an architecture. When President Washington wanted a presidential residence designed, he allowed several architects to submit their proposals. One such proposal was from a man named Abraham Fawes and features architecture similar similar of its time to a church, complete with a cross at the top. What founding father was actually believed to have submitted this pro- proposal under a fake name? Can you spell the name? The fake Abraham Fawes, A-B-R-A-H-A-M-F-A-W-S. Do you need that question again? Yes, please. 
When President Washington wanted a presidential residence designed, he allowed several architects to submit their proposals. One such proposal was from a man named Abraham Fawes and featured architect sorry and featured architecture similar of its time to a church complete with a cross at the top. Which founding father is believed to have submitted this proposal under a fake name? All right, I'm locked in on my side. I will then lock lock my answer. All right. Moving on to question number two. Category is in language. TV fans will instantly recognize these two words. What two Yiddish words describe someone who constantly knocks things over and another who constantly has things knocked over on them? All right, I'm good on that one. Can you can you say the question again? Yep. TV fans will instantly recognize these two words. What two Yiddish words describe someone who constantly knocks things over and another who consistently has things knocked over on them. I'm locked in. We are moving on to question number three. Your category is in true crime. In the film adaptation of In Cold Blood, what actor portrayed the real-life convicted murderer Perry Smith? In 2005, this actor was acquitted of murdering his second wife, Bonnie Lee Backley, though a California civil suit did find him liable for wrongful death. Do you need that question again? Sure. Just one more time. In the film adaptation of In Cold Blood, what actor portrayed real-life convicted murderer Perry Smith? In 2005, this actor was acquitted of murdering his second wife, Bonnie Lee Backley, though a California civil suit did find him liable for wrongful death. I'm locked in. We are going to go back through these here real quick. I will reread the question. You will give me your answers and your wagers. Question number one, the category was architecture. When President Washington wanted a presidential residence designed, he allowed several architects to submit their proposals. One such proposal was from a man named Abraham Fawes, and featured architecture similar of its time to a church, complete with a cross at the top. What founding father is believed to have submitted this proposal? Jay, what was your answer and what was your wager? Uh, I Architecture is so slapdash for me. So I played it very safe and bet nothing uh, on this category. But I think that might have been a mistake. We'll find out. Because I said Thomas Jefferson, because he, he notably was an architect and building designer. All right, Brittany, what did you say? And what was your wager? Um, I did not play it as safe as Jay. And I think Thomas Jefferson is a great answer um, that I thought of after I locked in. Um, but I decided to go with a founding father who was a bit of a Renaissance man. And I went with Benjamin Franklin and wagered seven. Your correct answer is in fact coming home it's thomas jefferson jay you're sticking at 32 points Brittany, that brings you down to 19 as we move on to question number two your category is in language tv fans will instantly recognize these two words what two yiddish words describe someone who consistently knocks things over 
and another who consistently has things knocked over on them. Brittany, what was your answer? What was your wager? So I kind of regret wagering eight points on this because I wasn't thinking it was going to be language based in TV. I was just kind of hoping it was just language. Um, but I remembered that I recently learned a couple of words from, I think it was the Laverne and Shirley theme song that were schlamiesel and schlamazel. And they sounded similar enough that they might have similar meanings. So that's what I said, schlamiesel and schlamazel. Jay, what was your answer and your wager? Uh, for this one, I put five points on it because language is one I can do okay. And I mean, it's going to be up to you. I'm good either way on the grading because I'm pretty sure that those lyrics, uh, the 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 motto of Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated uh, is Schlemiel Schlemazel. I've got to be a stickler. Jay got it I on know. the nose. Yeah. It is Schlemiel and Schlemazel. I didn't think Schlemiesel sounded quite right, but I don't know the actual lyrics. I I would politic for Brittany to get credit on that because one letter off. But it is lyrics and it's a it's no it's an official line. I'm not trying to be a, a pain in the ass. In as much as I am not of the ilk that would speak Yiddish, I don't want to step on toes here. Jay, let me ask you this. If you were at the live show and someone turned in Shlemiesel and Shlemazel, would you give them credit? I would. All right, Brittany, I'll give you credit. I don't feel great about that, but that's your call. I got five points either way. You're fine. Okay, we're giving Brittany the credit there. If you have any concerns about that, listeners, um, find us on Discord. Complaints can go to Jeremy at (laughs) liquidcourage.com. That's where we send all of our complaints to. (laughs) All right. With that credit going on, it is currently a 10-point game, 27 to 37. Coming down to question number three of the category is in true crime. In the film adaptation of In Cold Blood, what actor portrayed real-life convicted murderer Perry Smith? In 2005, this actor was acquitted of murdering his second wife, Bonnie Lee Backley, though a California civil suit did find him liable for wrongful death. Brittany, answer and wager. I didn't have wagered anything, and yet I did. I wagered seven on this one. <laughs> this is such a bad idea. Um, because... As much as he's connected to everything, I don't think Kevin Bacon has ever murdered anyone. But I said Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Intergalactic hero. Kevin Bacon. (laughs) And I apologize to the Kevin Bacon estate for any disparaging therein. Kira Sedgwick is happy to know (laughs) that you think so ill of her husband. (laughs) Well, here it is Christmas time. You went with Kevin Bacon. Jay, what was your answer and your wager? I... I think I remember this major news story about this trial, and I can't, for the life of me, pull the full name of the figure. I think the first name was Robert, which is why I said, for zero points, Steven Seagal, why not? He sucks and probably tried to kill somebody once. (laughs) Well, now I'm torn because that gives you your fourth comedy point, and now we have a tie in comedy. I aimed. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you had the right first name. If you had gotten the right last name, that would have been great. It is Robert. The gentleman's name, he's known for uh, the TV show Beretta as well. His name is Robert Blake. Blake, thank you. That was bothering me. And your final with a score of 37 to 20. Jay, you are our champion tonight, my friend. Nicely done. 
Thank you very much. Great questions as always, especially the ones I got right and I didn't care for the ones I got wrong. <laughs> no, well done, Jay. That was, you know, when I first went through and I was writing down my wagers, I was like, Jay's probably not going to wager much of anything on these because none of these are categories that like I know she's like, oh, I feel great about architecture and true crime know, and true crime. Oh, I'm my like, intent 100% was to make you beat me. I'm like, yeah, you that, and you get theory. there, you've that. earned it. Like, I yeah. bet just enough to where if I got it wrong, I and you had bet nothing, I would still beat you by one. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. very but, interesting game. Well played to the two of you. That was. I hope you guys had fun. I had a a crap load of fun tonight. Oh, I this is a blast. Fun. This was easily I, as fun as spending four hours with my dysfunctional family for the uh, Easter holiday. So thank you. <laughs> It's fine. I, mean, I, don't, don't to I don't think it was recorded when we talked about this earlier, but this is actually the first time Jay and I have played against each other in trivia. And it went so well. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we became frenemies in this moment. I know. That is <laughs> That's totally different oh, vibe than our usual games. <laughs> usually we either team up or Jay just like hates me because of what I send her as answers. Well, just so. remember, Jay, when Brittany's trying to send you answers tomorrow, just remember, she's keeping one to herself. That's her, mm-hmm. her promise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remind her at the beginning of the night, you owe me one. I know. The no. problem is to know that she owes me one, I'll have to know which one she didn't send me. And that defeats the purpose of the not sending it to me. So really, this this was a Faustian bargain that bit me in the ass. <laughs> I was wondering how you plan on keeping track of that, but hey. I'm just going to assume the first time she gets a question wrong and it's not a terrible guess that that was the one. Hey, before we check out tonight, uh, Jay, go ahead and tell our listeners one more time where they can find you all at Liquid Courage. Yeah, definitely. Easiest play to f- place to uh, find everywhere you can find me is through Linktree, linktr.ee slash liquidcourage. That's courage with a K. It'll take you to uh, a link for our Twitch channel, for my Patreon, where you can get access to the World Trivia Federation, uh, take you to our social media where we post our live trivia events, uh, both weekly and uh, one-off kind of theme games. I'm now running like five different formats of live trivia games, I realized uh, over the last few weeks. Um, yeah, just standard classic pub trivia. I've got a theme game format. I have a format uh, called Tringo. I have a format called Triv Tac Toe that I'm debuting next month. Uh, and then I do nerdy trivia as a labor of love uh, for my friends at the Critical Grind Board Game Cafe located in Shorewood. So lots of things that I do in the world, lots of ways to find me. Just go to the link tree. I set it up to be lazy. It worked though because you got you get my money every month for uh, for the World Trivia Federation. I do. Which, by the way, is a freaking blast. If you're not, it's two bucks a month. It's worth it. It's a lot of fun. I mean, some places charge you more. I'm just saying. Yeah. Can attest that it's an absolute blast to play. It is. Hey, Brittany, anything you want to shout out or uh, talk about before we uh, disband for the evening? Uh sure. If you want to find me, you can go to the. PTEBB Discord or the LK Nation Discord or any one of your favorite Discords because I might be there. I'm in a lot of them right now. But if you're in the Shorewood area, come check me out Tuesday nights at the Critical Grind where I do my own labor of we'll call it love. And uh, it's called Cozy Quiz at the Grind and it's a game of my own design and humor. And uh, we've just started out up and we're looking for players always so come check us out 
And uh, if you like my cat, he's somewhere in my office and he loves you. Aww. He does love you. Yes. Simba. You he's know more famous than I am. <laughs> if Simba doesn't make an appointment, it doesn't make an appearance uh, with your recording it, Nathan, he's going to be very upset. I will do my best. So, <laughs> I mean, I he's in this office somewhere, I think. I just think he's sleeping and I hate to wake him up when he's sleeping because it's illegal and I don't want to get arrested. Well, yeah, don't you get to give him whatever he wants. Yeah. His paws are built in with violence, too. So, yeah. And what he wants it is just bougie ass things now. It, the cat goes viral once online and now he thinks he gets human food like chicken tenders and that he just gets new toys and that, you know, he just gets love and affection because he's a celebrity when in fact he just gets love and affection because he's a cute cat and I love him. So you got to give the cat chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. I have never intended to give the cat chicken tendies and he doesn't even like chicken. You've also never intended to put your leftovers in the fridge. I, I've intended to put my leftovers in the fridge. Sometimes okay, I do, sometimes I don't. Uh, but he's never messed with the tenders before, and now he decides he loves them. Never messed so, with any chicken tenders when he was here. Just saying. Well, he yeah. also lived in your basement. so Where there aren't chicken tenders that are left just gibbledy-dibbledy out of the fridge. Because you're an adult now. Because <laughs> I'm an adult. <laughs> <laughs> the hand motions made that. <laughs> Which is great on an audio medium. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed the show. We obviously had a really good time bringing it for you tonight. Um, find our guests wherever you can find them. If you're in the Chicagoland area and you want to play some trivia, they will help you out. I promise you of that. Um, if you want to support our show, check the show notes, all the information's there, or literally go to the end of any of our other episodes where I talk about it ad nauseum. Uh, for our patrons out there, thank you for your continued support. But for the pub trivia experience, I have been Chris. I've been Brittany. And I've been Jay. And we will see you next week. Have a good one.